Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels and Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we are stepping into the... Am I too loud already? No, you're good. <laughs> I was just adjusting my headset. Okay. We are stepping into the wrestling buffet line with Mr. Marty DeRosa. Marty, how the hell are you today? I'm good. I love buffets. Okay. I uh, can't get enough of buffets. Great. Uh, Chinese right buffets. Place. I okay. love how... Randomly, they'll have uh, like pizzas, like tombstone pizzas. <laughs> uh, they know Americans are yeah, coming in there. I so. love that. It's so weird. And I love all the uh, dessert options. Okay. Um, and and uh, re- I enjoy wrestling buffets when I'm watching wrestling right. at home. Uh, or if I'm at a show, sometimes I'll be like, what's going on at that other show? So I'm, I'm down. I'm ready. Yeah. So save your favorite foods because those. Okay. Yeah, my um, favorite food isn't. A Chinese buffet (laughs) oven pizza probably heated up from the night before. Right. Everyone should experience a Chinese buffet and some frog legs once in their life, though. I've been there, like, hole in the wall, and it's a sight to see. That's a bucket list thing where you have to do. The other one is ordering the full fish at, like, a Mexican restaurant. Oh, oh, with the, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a that's a that's a power move. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's I've been out with dope. people after shows, and someone ordered it, and everyone at the table's like, oh, power move. <laughs> that's intimidating. Yeah, and seafood also re- Mexican re- seafood restaurants are usually BYOB too, so models are welcome. Yeah. Mm. Yes, cheers to models, everyone. Salute. That's cheers. what we're See, doing. Marty so is we very classy. Off. Yes, that's freaking out of a glass. It's just First a thing. Guess. I used to bartend, and I remember all these old guys would come in, and they would order a beer and a short glass, and I was always like. Oh, I guess that's how cool guys do it. <laughs> and ever since then, I've been like, and I feel like some bartenders, I'm like, can I get a glass? And they're like, you goddamn bet you can. <laughs> and then others are like, why? Just drink it out of the can. And I'm just like, yeah. Probably depends on the age of the bartender, yes, maybe. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I don't know how much they've been through. Cool. So the wrestling buffet line, are you familiar? A little bit. Okay. Let's let's bring some people up to speed, and we're going to lay some ground rules, too, which we don't always do, but I listened back to Sarah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah she just Shockey's. a disaster doing her making her own rules? <laughs> no. I understand. Her, her rules were actually just a reflection of like who she is naturally. Okay. So she's like, that's... okay. So she loved everything and wouldn't talk shit about anybody. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm, di- I'm different. <laughs> I, have, I have opinions. I'm getting cranky in my old age. Let's go. You can say opinions. Mm-hmm. Here's the rule. One of the rules. Oh, f- first, let me introduce what the buffet line is. It's broken down into three segments mm-hmm. for to help with simulate conversation. The first section is the salad bar. Yes. This is where uh, it's lighter stuff. Uh, potentially in this section, we'll talk about like things that happened like recently, like mm-hmm. a fresh take. Uh, keyword fresh there. It's oh, kind of the intro. <laughs> um, yes. And the main course or hot plate section is heavy. Is heavy. This is where like when we're when we're just talking wrestling in general, we'll like dive into like specific shows. Like this match mm-hmm. we liked, this match we didn't like. So there's like AEW questions in here. There's JLM questions in here, etc. And then dessert is your guilty pleasures. So, uh, Apart- more- apartment wrestling. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, be- I, I didn't mean to spoil it. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is where you, yeah, random stuff, okay. stuff that's favorite maybe custom like- match you've ordered. Yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah, tangentially related. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, exactly. Which is mostly like yeah, kind of the flavor I think of of your podcast. Mm-hmm. Like you're talking about wrestling, but you don't dive too deep in it. You keep it nah. like very lighthearted keep and very light. like yeah. That's how I like to do it. Yeah, it's very. Like, I leave uh, the heavy lifting for. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. For Nathan, the historians, yeah, yeah the Nathan. It's team. more, it's it's more like anyone who just sort of knows pop culture and mm-hmm. wrestling can like pick up sure. Marty and Sarah Love, in my opinion, and like and we get a lot of. Love. My girlfriend doesn't like wrestling, but she likes your show. Yeah, so I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, so and then okay, so the ground rules. Anytime something with a little bit of critic constructive criticism mm-hmm. is said, which happens, 
you got to follow it up with a positive about. I love that. So like, I didn't like this match, but so and so in this match had like really nice pants on. Love it. There you go. Love complimenting gear. Um, <laughs> Real big gear mark over here. Um, and then so in, in kind of a rule slash like motto is embrace being different. So if you want to talk about like something different, sure. Um, that not a lot of people have seen. We could do that, and then all opinions are respected, unless it's like just a hateful slur, because that's not really opinion. That's more just an insult. I promise no hateful slurs. Fine, since you asked, I won't do any hateful slurs. Great. Okay, Chris, do you want to? Do you want to lead? Do you want me to lead? Uh, I'll you, leave it up you, to you. You can guide us. Uh, I'm ready to eat so, off of this. Uh, yeah, I'm starving. Okay. Yeah. Salad bar. Uh, so quick introduction. I'm going to read this little pa- nice paragraph that Chris wrote, and then we're going to get into the questions. Marty DeRosa, you're here, co-host of the most, one of the most popular wrestling podcasts. Wow, Chris, that's wow, very nice. that's nice. Marty and Sarah love wrestling on the MLW Network. Marty has blended his talent for stand-up comedy and his love of pro wrestling to become a favorite in all of our hearts. This is like, <laughs> where did you just write this, this off is, the top of your head? I was inspired, all right? This is nice. This is this is what I, I had need. a picture of your grapes and your tombstone. I need this right now. Let me, let me get back to this. Okay. And let's not forget, Marty is also a professional wrestler. I mean, I've dabbled. I've yes. dabbled. And also, as you're reading this, I'm doing the buff Bagwell. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm bouncing back and forth. The Bagwell bounce, maybe you call it. Yeah, I'm feeling exactly. this. We stroked your ego a little bit. Mm-hmm. You deserve it, though. Yes. Um, so I've how... given my body to the business. Yes, I am a professional wrestler. First question. How did you first get into... Con- no, I'm just kidding. Okay. We're not going to ask. Oh, you boys. Oh, you boys. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> We're not going to ask that question. Uh, we are going to ask a super broad question that we ask. First of all, like how how much do you hate the how did you first get into wrestling? I mean, I get it. it. I get it. I don't, it's, it's just one of those where whenever I interview somebody, I try to think of like, what's the one you've been asked 8 million times? Yeah. So for me, it's the um, how'd you get into comedy? How'd you get into wrestling? How'd you mm-hmm. get hooked up with Cabana? I've okay. answered it. So many times. Great. Yeah. So we don't have. I, I, I thought about I a Coca Cola question. I'm like, yeah. no, no. This yeah. is about if Marty. it organically comes up, sure. You know, or I could tell you secrets about him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stuff like that. Sure. Um, right. Yeah. Um, okay. The first one is kind of general and broad. But what are we ask everyone this? Who's in does a buffet line with us? What are the like aspects of of wrestling that you like? What are the things about it that draw you to it? Um, I love uh, characters. I love like larger than life characters. Okay. Uh, I mean, I could watch a match with like you know two New Japan Young Lions and be like, oh, this is cool. But like to me, uh, and when I'm enjoying wrestling in the privacy of my own home, yeah. Usually, I've had a couple drinks, I've okay, had, uh, some smokes, and uh, <laughs> I've had adult smoke, I've had adult drinks, and I just love just larger than life characters. Okay. Um, I love a great gimmick. Yeah. I love great gear. Uh, yep, I, love so good, does Chris. I love a good uh, theme song. Okay. Uh, a good video package hyping up a match. Mm. Uh, love it. Um, it's a lost art. A good, it is. A good vignette I love. Yeah. Uh, those are the things that I just really love. And then I love just it, if you give me uh, a really, really, really hot finish where it's just like, like, I mean, some of these G1 finishes, I was just like. I could tell like I was up out of my couch, like lean forward. If you can get me to lean forward, uh, especially if I'm, you know, feeling real good, you've you've done your job. Yeah. The the one finish I remember react physically reacting to was the Dominion draw that happened like what is that, two years ago now? The Kenny and Okada draw yeah. Yeah. at Dominion. 
Um, I remember one of those false finishes. I literally like leapt off my couch for a second, and there was like you could slide a credit card under my ass. There was like a little space <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, I love where that. I just, like, and I love I love when I'm watching with people who aren't huge fans and they get into it. And okay. then I'm like, well, if you like that match, and then I hop on the network or I hop on YouTube right. or New Japan World, and I'm like, you got to see this match. Then I love it. That's probably what you I would think you love because uh, Sarah always talks about on your show about how you're like because. She got into the wrestling later, yep. so there's so much she hasn't seen. She hasn't seen, and so you're much. just this tour director on the Chicago River, yes. just pointing out the buildings. Yes, like, that right there is the ECW <laughs> arena. Yeah. A lot of people got hit in the head with chairs there. Uh, just yeah. spreading the love. I, yeah, it's so fun. It's so fun. So you mentioned larger than life characters. Yes. Who is that person that you think of? Who um, you think of that? I mean, like to me, like Stan Hansen. Mm-hmm. Number Ooh, one. Oh, I did not expect Dude, that. I expected like a Hulkster. No, or no, like, no, 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 no. You're no. different. Though. I'm a. I've always been. When I was a kid, I was an NWA kid. Okay. So I thought like the Road Warriors. Like seeing the Road Warriors live was just like, oh my god. But mm-hmm. then like, you know, also with my age, it's like Sting, the Great Muda, mm-hmm. the Road Warriors, and just like, oh, you got paint too. Oh, you blow mist. Oh my god. <laughs> so like, Muda was that kid for for me as a kid. But even in my adult age, um, like. I mean, you watch old Stan Hansen matches where he's in the back warming up and stuff, and then they play his music, and he goes out there, and he's whipping people with the bull rope, and, <laughs> they're, it, and, right. the, and they're parting like the Red Sea. It's like, <gasps> that. that is just like so awesome. Are those on YouTube? Or do you oh, have, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's cool. every, It's YouTube. Uh, New Japan Network's got some fun stuff of his, but I mean, it, it's just like him, like all Japan Stan Hansen, and, set, and the matches yeah. are great, and they're just like, oh, love it. Cool. But that's like that's larger than life. Road Warriors, um, you know, like uh, uh, I remember what, like first seeing Sabu, just being like, mm. "What is this?" Like just those those kind of people. Um, recently, like PCO, you see PCO mm. come out of a show, yeah. and you're like, "Oh yeah!" Like mm-hmm. I just like when the even the like the non diehards are like, whoa, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, who's this guy?" Like that's that's what I'm into. Yeah, spreading that love. That's cool. Oh, Sting! I'm a huge yeah. Sting mark. Yeah. Uh, so that's really cool to see. One time, my friend and I sat down at, at with the network and we watched thirteen straight Sting matches. Ooh. That was like a marathon. And what we, era are we talking? We we jumped all over the place. We just like researched a bunch. Uh, some of the ones that stuck out to me. There was a strat match with Vader. Yes. I don't remember the years, but it was like the most believable strat match I've ever watched. That was in uh, my life. Yeah, that was. A, I know which one you're talking about. Was that maybe after? Is that when he knocked himself out when he did the Splinger, Stinger Splash in the corner? And he, he, I uh, think so. Yeah, he was wearing orange, maybe orange and. I purple. love. Here's my favorite. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I love a monochromatic sting. I want all one color. I okay. want surfer sting. Crow sting's fine, but I love surfer sting in all green, in all pink, okay. in all orange, all oh, black, okay. all white. Like I, I love it. But the I boots, you get the boots will be different. No, no, no. all, all one color. I like all one color. I don't know if I've ever like if I, he's. I will say black, like black boots and pink. Yeah, yeah, trunk, yeah. Or tights are great. The, but just an all okay. white or an all pink sting, yeah, Ooh, so good. Because Sarah will <laughs> do, Sarah will do commission drawings, uh, and she'll be like, "Hey, find me a good picture of like, you know, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, yeah. or Sting, or Flair." And it's my job to be like, "Okay, I need to find the quintessential gear for that person." Okay, yeah, and for Sting, I'm just like, "Yeah, go all one color." Nice, because usually the scorpion will match the boot, so it'll be like black. He'll, he was yeah. so good with that. He's yeah. so good at that. That would match. <laughs> Obviously, the face paint would match. But like, yeah. my, one of my all-time favorite stings 
And it's funny too because when I'm watching, especially old like All Japan or something, Sarah will be like, "Oh, look at all this gear! You probably love everyone's gear there." And because I do, I love it, and I have old wrestling figures I I customize and stuff. And it's like the Sting where he wore he he stopped doing this, which it got I got so bummed out. Uh, this was like early like NWA TV title Sting. Uh, he okay. would wear like like black boots, white tights, and then have a black like belt like. Obviously mm. built into the tights, yeah, like, uh, uh, up top. Oh, so good! <laughs> I'm excited. So good, Sting. That's amazing. Um, what are you watching like as of late? Like uh, a lot of G1 stuff right now. Like a lot, uh, late, lot of late. G1, and then I'm also currently watching a lot of old uh, Memphis stuff. Okay. A lot of like, um, you know, kind of like like Lawler. Uh, obviously mm. Lawler, but mm. uh, I got. I don't know why I got like super tuned into that era of like Lawler and and uh, the world class and Carrie Von Eric and all that stuff. Like, okay, I just kind of I'll get in these moods of watching a bunch yeah. of old stuff like that. And then we watched um, this weekend. I don't even know how we got it. Oh, with the women's tag team title match, how the Iconics got beat first. We were talking about this on on Sarah and I's podcast. So they got beat first, and then it was like, oh, the challengers, like anyone could win. And I was like, oh, that reminds me of like when Mike Awesome and Masato Tanaka and Taz wrestled in okay. Anarchy Rules. So I was like, oh, you got to see this. So then I got in this like Taz wormhole, <laughs> uh, which is like. Just you know, ride, so you just got to ride the wave. It's Whatever so you're interested yeah, in, you got to. Just ride that wave until it comes down and absorb as much as you can. And, and I think it's helpful that you have all this history that you're able to like right away, like, oh, this reminds me yeah. of this. And let's go down this rabbit and hole. It's wild too because the more you whether it's like a shoot interview or you read a book, uh, like I, I'm, I, I read the Nitro book, which was great. And then um, uh, I've got a current book that I'm reading uh, or watch the, um, the uh, Florida documentary on the High Spots Network. And okay. it was like, oh yeah, people still are redoing all these finishes and angles and stuff. Like okay. It's just like, ah, it's so good. There's so much. Yeah. Do you ever feel burnt out? You know what? Every once in a while, yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, like I had a weekend where I was doing shows in Milwaukee and I didn't have a computer with me, and I was staying like with friends, so there wasn't like access to a TV or anything, and I got, I didn't watch anything all weekend. Okay, and I was just like, oh man, this is. I felt so like out of it. Okay, this was like the midpoint of the G1, and I'm like, this always happens with G1, where I'm like watching every <laughs> night or every morning. I'm on board, and then like something happens, like life just gets in the way, and then I'm just like, oh, I feel so out of it. But I've never had like a long span of like no wrestling. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't even attempt the G1. I tried to watch all of it last year, mm-hmm. and I got like burnt out. I made it over halfway through, and then I just got completely burnt. Yeah, out. Yeah. I mean, if you just don't watch the undercard matches, just the G1. Yeah. Matches. No, I was I was I just Maniac, skipping to the five maniacs who are like, yeah, watch everything. I love the. I'm like, come on, you cannot. I, they watch don't. Everything. They just say that. I think. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that's possible. Um, shifting to so when I went back to to um, listen to Sarah's podcast, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things I thought was great about hers was like you guys recorded a couple times together before. Yeah. You were in your current relationship. And there was like instant, like almost synergy and energy. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get. We had that Triple H Stephanie connection. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Without the uh, China would have been her ex boyfriend, I guess. At the right. Time. Without the were... marriage, where someone was asleep. Yeah. Like no. Yeah. No. No. No drive through marriages. <laughs> okay. But no, we we definitely clicked right away. Yeah, because her her impression of it was like 
her giving out all weird ideas, you accepting them, and then like she even like had that spark for you before like she, you know, broke up with her current boyfriend and was like falling in love with you. Whoa, like, this is getting really to. I just listened to it today. But I no, sorry. I'm not trying to get any personal mm. or anything. No, no. What I'm trying okay. to do is like get your perspective on your feeling of like, hey, I found this person, and yes. th- and there's all we have all this synergy. How yeah. did how did that appear in your head? Like, it was it, to uh, me. it was uh, man. Okay, we're gonna get we're gonna get into it here. Sorry, uh, this no, is no, it's This is just salad bar. Holy <laughs> shit! No, so uh, when we were first doing the show, uh, we would do it once in a little. We, we I had her as a guest on Wrestling with yeah. Depression, an old podcast of mine. And then we were trying to figure out. I wanted to do a wrestling podcast, and I thought it'd be kind of cool to do it with a, a female co-host. Uh, and then um, when we started doing it, this was like, and I I, I go to a therapy, and my therapist mm-hmm. was like, "This is a good test for you to have a, a, a healthy female relationship, and not just sleep with everybody." <laughs> and uh, I used to sleep with everybody. Okay, and uh, it happens. And uh, I was like, "Okay, this is a good." And she was in a relationship, so I was respectful of that. And mm-hmm. if I, I got tickets to a show, I would always invite her boyfriend at the time right and stuff like that and then um yeah this was just like oh this is a good healthy relationship i was dating other people she was in a relationship and then uh eventually she was just like oh yeah we broke up and i was like oh okay Hmm. and then i i you know then it was like oh okay nice this is a possibility now and you saw and like uh, besides like a special friend you saw like you're you had all these creative ideas and then yeah. she was that that channel yes. to like write it out to display those characters absolutely because like i had that. i had an idea of what the show would be not exactly what it is. this is it's transformed a, a lot different into what i thought it would be but um i definitely wanted somebody who was who was funny and who could sort of do that type of uh, a lighter podcast not just like you know, getting out of note. Oh, yes, Meltzer gave that uh, four and three quarter stars. Yeah, which is great. I love those podcasts too. Believe me. But yeah, it was just to me. It was like you know, this was a fun person, and her her uh, her energy is very infectious, and she's such a uh, positive person. Yeah. And I wanted a more positive podcast. I didn't want just like, oh, the match sucked, the whole card sucked. It's like you can do that, but in a fun I agree, mm-hmm. a positive cast. Yeah, that's why I like with this. Like, have if you're gonna you know have a negative, it's like at least. You know, is there a positive in it? Right. Well, that was really very well said and leads into the last question. Of, no, second last question of Salad Bar. Excuse me, which is, uh, since you've been doing the podcast, your podcast for so long, Marty and Serial of Wrestling, how do you feel the progression of it has been uh, and the evolution of it? Cool. I like it. Yeah. yeah I, like, I like where it's gone. Um, I, I, every once in a while, I'll do a podcast with somebody and I'm just like, I don't even feel like you like doing this podcast anymore, you know? <laughs> and then it's so fun to do it with her because there's no, um, it's, it's just the easiest. You yeah. Know, we do it on our couch in our apartment. I just have my laptop out, have my recorder, we go. Um, putting it together is easy. Just throughout the week, we're watching stuff and she's right by my side. So I'm just like, oh, put that in the notes, put that in the notes, put that in the notes. Okay. And then she sends it to me. And I think we've gotten to a point where I—I th- I mean, I wouldn't do this because I'd be afraid it might not turn out great. But I think even if you just were like, you have an hour, you can't have any notes go. I think we could make it work. I agree. Yeah, I think yeah. it's within your nature to improvise too. Right? Yeah. The, um, oh, go ahead. The, I was gonna say the first time I—I I heard your podcast, I was like, these these two have to be like, not knowing so much of your backgrounds. Mm-hmm. I was like, these two have to be like cutting and editing. I was I was like, there's no like pauses in between them talking 
they're just oh, like coming up with like they're yeah. coming up with all these jokes on the spot. I was like, this has to be like pro edited, but that's, no, that's no, just no, like no, because we had we had uh, uh, Jimmy D, the uh, AAW ring announcer. He was at our apartment um, last week when we recorded. Jimmy D, and not Jimmy Lee, not Jimmy, not Jimmy Lee. Lee. Jimmy Chris D. said Jimmy Lee. No, right. Jimmy D, and he was like, I would watch him, and he was like, oh, like uh, you know, uh, I'll I'll uh, not protect the biz a little bit here, but Sarah does a character. Uh, named Brad the Alien, and he mm-hmm. thought that we used some voice modification. <laughs> it's just her. It's just her. She actually she yeah. just does it, and it's so creepy and weird. Yeah, and um, it's fun too because like she was like, "Oh, that's this voice I used to do," and like everybody hated it, and like the guy she was with was like, "Don't ever do that." And it was just like, "I'm right. like, this is awesome. We got to figure out a way to have this in in the podcast and stuff." And it that was another thing too, where it's like having done my own podcast, having friends who've done podcasts and stuff. It's like I want it to be as easy as possible. I don't, that editing and stuff you talked about, that's like the last thing I want to do because I don't know how to do it. Okay. So I'm just like, I this has to be the most low tech. I mean, I take my microphone and put it up to my computer when I play songs and stuff. Okay. And, then, <laughs> and we had to figure out that, that flow of like, you know, if we were doing like, we have a segment called Wrestling Confessions where people send in, you know, kind of somewhat embarrassing stories of like their wrestling past or whatever. Right. And as I'm playing it, I have my microphone to the computer. So she needs to say something while I'm done so I don't have to like yank the mic back okay wrestling can- so we have it all sort of figured out we got our flow down now okay and it's and it's uh it's good and like how we're doing sort of like segments here that was one of the things too is like when we were doing the podcast I was like I need segments and stuff and I got this like from Cabana's podcast as well where it's like you want to have like segments you don't want to just be like all right, we'll just turn the microphones on and uh, look booty watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like wrestling? Cool. You know what I mean? I like when it's like, we know what we're doing. We have a mission. We have notes. Like, here we go. Yeah. So what I want to touch on was, so you have Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Super fun podcast. Entertaining. You know, we just talked about how you guys improvise at mm-hmm. times. You have your flow down, everything. How hard was it for you to put wrestling with depression down? It was, it had gotten to the Great point. Question. Thank you. Yeah. It was, it had gotten to the point where I'd done it for so long. Uh, and it was just kind of like, I just was at the time just like, I, I felt like I was having the same conversation over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was just like, I think I'm just done doing this. It's interesting where you just get like when uh, Cabana was telling me that he was wrapping up Art of Wrestling, I was like, I totally get it because there just comes that point where you're just like, you know, it's just like, yeah, this is, I still enjoy this and stuff, but it was just getting to the point of, all right, come on over, we'll do the podcast. Like, I was always like, I don't want to do that. You don't want it to feel like a job, maybe? It felt like a job. Yeah. And it, and, uh, you know, and I just, it just sort of felt like the right time to wrap it up. But I still feel every once in a while, like, I, I definitely like, I would get a lot of people who'd be like, oh, I listened to that when I was in a rough space or something like that, which I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like there's still some stuff that I would like to do as far as, spreading the word on like mental health and mm-hmm. busting stigmas and stuff like that. I am so pro. I actually had a question in here and I kind of skipped it cause I felt like we were in such a joyous mood, but I'm like, so I've been to therapy as well. Mm-hmm. I'm so pro therapy and I like how you are like, you'll mention it as if it's like a normalcy. Yeah. And like some people may flinch at it, but to me it's just like, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. That, whether it's the podcast or in my standup, I always talk about it. And I just yeah. think it's like weird. I don't know. To me, I think it's weird. More people don't go or don't talk about it versus I, yeah. like people talking about it. I agree. I agree. I think more people need it. I have this one friend who's like, who I'm trying, every time I see him and like we drink together, he gets a little emotional. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to like, 
like just introduce him to the fact of going and I think I'm gonna break him eventually not that like I'm forcing him to yeah, but fine Charlie I'll go no <laughs> Chris this is why we're here right yeah. now no but it is it is it's just for some and I, that was the other thing too where it was like I would get some pretty heavy emails sometimes from people and it would be like yeah they were at a pretty dark point and I I was like and I got good about being like I'm not a doctor you and I would sometimes mm-hmm. have to be like you can't put me in this position. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. You need to get and and you know like nami dot org, n a m i dot org. Okay. That's like the best reference, and I would always point people in that direction and stuff. Cool. Because it's very hard to find um, therapy when you're feeling depressed. It's right. like not the easiest thing to do, and it's it's actually quite hard. So uh, organizations like that help people who have been through it help. You know, so I That's I had awesome. no problem spreading the word, but. It just got to a point where I was like, I, I've done, you know, over a hundred episodes and it was mm-hmm. just like, I think, I think I'm done. Okay. Well, I enjoyed it and, uh, yeah, it's still out there, right? Or can people access it or no? Uh, I even older I episodes. Okay. I, I don't know. You can check iTunes and Spotify. Check and it's not on every platform anymore. Okay, cool. Um, and then yeah, visit the website that you mentioned, but yeah, I, uh, I loved everything about that. So I think it's really cool. So let's, uh, let's wrap up the salad bar. Yes. Uh, what is a lot of pressure on this question? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> what is your favorite part of salad? My favorite part of salad. I'm a dressing guy. Mm. I know a lot of people probably say, "Is that a popular?" Uh, it's, it's not, not, but it honestly okay. is so key. I mean, it's it's so essential that people I overlook guess, it. I think. W- w- what's your croutons probably number one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm Sarah a, said. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> croutons are fine, but I'm a uh, I'm a balsamic vinegar kind of guy. Okay. And nice. I love. Uh, I love uh, like a grape grapes in the salad with balsamic vinegar. Ooh, oh, it's so good! Didn't uh, Nate? Nate Nate Speckman? He likes strawberries. Yeah, and strawberries go is good cheese. too. Goat oh, cheese. Okay. That's like that's such a popular like, and I've I've tried to recreate that numerous times. But yeah, dressings, and I mean like I mean every once in a while I'll get a little bad, and I'll go with like a nice like a, a Thousand Island or a ranch or something like that. Wow! Um, I love you just putting boy. way too much Italian dressing <laughs> on my salad. Sometimes you're at like a wedding or something, and you're just like oh, I'm gonna put a bunch of Italian dressing i like uh, yeah i like a very the the less dry the salad the better okay that's what i was gonna say i nate, drowned it nate likes wedding like a wedding salad i think of like he was saying like walnuts too See, and yeah because like, i i don't like onions and i don't like tomatoes so right away with a salad if i'm like oh can i get no onions or tomatoes they're just like i'm just gonna bring you lettuce like <laughs> and maybe like a cucumber you know yeah. so yeah i love like going to you know going to like mariano's and and making my own salad and i'm i like hard-boiled eggs in there I like yeah, like goat cheese, almond, okay. like little nuts or whatever. Nice um, grapes, and then again with that like balsamic vinaigrette. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> a little sophisticated. Yeah, salad. I like it. Nice salad. Um, have you ever gotten drunk in a Mariano's? That's oh, a lot of fun. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. a that's a. Um, every once in a while, I have these thing called scumbag days, <laughs> where. Uh, <laughs> wait, uh, wait, I want to okay. hear this. <laughs> so here's how you do a scumbag day. Okay. So I don't I don't have a a, a day job. I weird hours. I mostly work at night, and uh, I'll have auditions during the day or or stuff I have to get done during the day. But normally, I don't have a set schedule during the day. Sure. And. Um, uh, if I definitely don't have anything going on, a good scumbag day for me is like a Monday, Tuesday, or Thursday. Those are good scumbag days for me. Okay. Uh, and what I do is I'll uh, wake up. I, I walk every morning. So I wake up and I walk. Nice. And I, I get my steps in. I try to do uh, like 20,000 steps a day, 15,000 steps a day. Damn. So, yeah, I'm a nut right now. And um, I do that. And then I'll come home and I'll shower and I'll take uh, an edible. And then okay. I'll get, uh, you know, pretty 
pretty high. Yeah. And then I go out in the world, and I love doing it during the daytime. Nighttime, everyone could do that at night. But during the daytime, it's like my little secret. No one knows about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I like going to the movies. I like going to get coffee and like writing and reading. And uh, I live by Mariano's, so I go there quite often for like a beer after coffee. Yeah. It's like a nice little digestive. Like after coffee. Yeah. You don't sound like a scumbag. You just right. well, like a but I like but I think I just think like because I know I'm fucked up. You know okay. what I mean? Like I know I'm at this coffee because like and I was talking about it on stage the other day where I was like in line at Mariano's and they're like oh that that um self help you know uh, checkout stations ready. I'm like. No, I'll, I'll wait for that lady there. <laughs> like, and I realized I sounded like a creep being like, no, I'll wait for that lady. But in actuality, I was just like, I can't do this on my own. I can't, I can't be expected to do this on my own. Those sound like some great personal days. I'm yeah. You. And you go and you walk by the lake and then and then you, you, know, you go home and then like you watch wrestling. It's, it's, a, nice, it's a nice day. It's a That's nice perfect. day. Yeah. yeah. Treat yourself. Okay. Main course, hot plate. Yes. Who's winning the gym lineup memorial tournament? Ooh, right. we're going we right into it. Right, we just, I just, Ooh. it's like you you reach in for that first bite and yeah. you burn your tongue, kind of. Um, I think that uh, the other sometimes I'll just daydream about wrestling, you know, like we <laughs> you, all probably you. do. <laughs> and I was like, God, if Colt just went all the way, that would be so fucking good. It would be cool to it see would be a Colt. So cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can't bet against Fatu. He's like, that's my pick. To call his matches is just so awesome. Yeah. And there's sometimes where I'll forget, like, oh, you need to talk here. Like, instead of just watching stuff. <laughs> you just get Because you're just like, oh, man. This is, oh, oh, shit, I got to talk. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes there's stuff like that. Um, it would be kind of cool to see, you know, uh, you know, a younger guy step up. Okay. Uh, you know, Myron or something of Myron this, Reed. The stats are, are um, with Myron. Yeah. This is Myron. Yeah. This Did you, you, you should not to cut you off. Yeah. You should, uh, if, if amongst all the other things that you do, maybe on one of your scumbag days, mm-hmm. pop a, pop in the, uh, the episode First we half. did, the, the hot tag JLM, JL, JLMT 2019, JLMT 2019 mm-hmm. with, uh, I wasn't there. Chris was there. And then some people work with AW Trent. Yes. The boys. Yeah. The backstage, the backstage boys. boys. Yeah. And, and Nate just bust out some stats and Myron Reed is, he has been in the most, mm. including this upcoming yeah. one, have been the most gym line. I love it. I love it's it. I love stats too. I love watching the G1. They were saying like these guys average matches were like eight minutes and 41 seconds. And I was like, this is Oh, so good. I love it. Yeah. Did oh. you, was that you who like mentioned like Yano's, Yano's mat, average match time is much lower. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. like under five minutes. <laughs> He's like, like a six minute or something like that. Or, yeah. I But I love, I love stats like that. Yeah. I love like a good Cinderella story. Like, God, look, you know, I don't know. That would be wild to see like somebody, you know, a big underdog take down like Fatu in the finals or something like that. Or like yeah. I said, Colt winning it all would be very cool. Um, it would be unexpected and like yeah. fun if he could do it, which yeah. he could. Or if, you know, if MJF knocks him off, it'd be fun to see him lose in the finals. You yeah. know what I mean? That's always fun That's watching gonna MJF lose. We're going to see that. For yeah. I don't know how they can top last time. Oh, can I give you guys a, a, a bit of an exclusive? Sure. Uh, I don't know. Do we want... Do, no, no, it has not, not, no, 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 sure no, no, non-match related. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, at StarCast 3 uh, coming up, um, our show is programmed against MJF's show. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, a, in a way to sort of... Uh, retaliate uh we've booked his dad for the show his real dad we've booked his real dad for the show his real dad loves sarah and they're dear That's friends amazing. and uh, we've booked his real dad on the show uh, i i hope someone is like recording it will be recorded us. we will be going head to head with mjf and we will have his biological father 
on the show. That's amazing. Uh, okay, so you said so. Who would be your pick then? Like, I mean, you, my 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 safe pick is Fat Two. Okay, and my head, head and heart. What's that? Head and pick with your or head and your heart. My heart. I would I would want Cabana to win. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I said Fat Two. I'll go ahead. Fatu, I don't know a heart pick. We can, I can maybe do like a Myron Reed. Who did you say? Um, I had said with my head was Fatu, okay. and with my heart I was thinking Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. That's a, that's another heart. Yeah, like that's that's pretty good too. Mm-hmm. I just because like, I mean, a guy like Cabana, a guy like Eddie Kingston. It's like we've seen them wrestle for so long, and it's cool when when new young guys pop up and stuff. But it's also like I I love when uh, when. You know, sort of a veteran is also just kind of like, well, let's not forget, I'm very good at this. And That's I, been the theme of the tournaments. Yeah, is Hero, Elgin, Sammy, mm-hmm. all guys who have had a like a very a long stay, a at, long stay at AEW. So, mm-hmm. like, I think honestly, I think like Kingston and maybe a Josh Alexander might be like Josh if you look Alexander, at history, yeah, might be favorite wise. But I think Fatu is like way too high. Josh is another right one of those guys like Fatu, where sometimes you watch and you're just like. <sighs> Oh, I gotta commentate. Like you, you forget that you have to commentate. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, he's unbelievable as well. Cool. Um, speaking of commentating, uh, just another thing that you do. Um, we're gonna jump a little out over here, Chris. What out of all the things that you do professionally, unprofessionally, what is like? What's your favorite thing to do? Is it the Marion Sarah podcast, or is it? I would. Yeah. I mean, everything's different. Mm-hmm. And, like, but in a, I mean, in a perfect world, my week would be like, uh, we, you know, I do stand up. Every night possible, okay. we do the podcast and we have a show. Like I would love to podcast or to, to commentate with Tyler every week. Okay, I think I think we would. Is he the one that you find the most chemistry with? Yeah. What's, what's wild is um, with uh, I like commentating with. Uh, I mean, like five dollar wrestling I do with Cabana is more silly, um, and that's that's just hilarious. That's just super fun. But um, I do uh, re- the WrestleCon Super Show every year with Excalibur, and, and it's just once a year, but it's always fun to do that with him. But with Tyler, it's just like he's – I just – I love working with him, and he's so talented. And there's times where I'm just like, oh, man, he's doing all the heavy lifting. He's calling moves. I'm just like, what? How do you even know that? And I just can kind of – you know, uh, I think it's more like from the fan's perspective and just kind of like – you know, or just think about – what's cool what's happening here and i love seeing kind of like a story of like oh this this and this or whatever right um add color yeah and uh-huh. it's and it's just like to me yeah that would be like the perfect week just to do uh, everything cool um can you explain what so i don't know if you mentioned this unprofessional wrestling yeah can you explain what someone can expect from attending one of those shows so unprofessional wrestling uh cabana has curated some of the best worst clips of wrestling um bloopers you know dongs coming out of trunks guys <laughs> getting completely lost in promos okay um just okay. just some really uh and just that's him weird. just searching the internet for him searching things? people sending him stuff him trading like hey, have okay. you seen this have you seen this okay um and and uh and he you know keeps him for me obviously and this is so he's in edinburgh right now doing a run of this show so he's getting all these new clips and stuff so i love when we do a show after edinburgh because he comes back with all these new clips Okay. And it's just like, and what's fun too is sometimes when the crowd like knows what's happening and they're just mm-hmm. like, oh, I know what's happening here. And there's some people who are like, why is everyone getting excited? And it's like, well, cause this is about to happen. Okay. Um, but other times when it's just like, he'll, he'll find like so much footage from a certain territory and it's just like, where was this territory? Why is everybody so awesomely bad? Okay. And it's, it's, yeah, it's wild. 
Okay, so it's it, and is the crowd wrestling fan, non wrestling fan, and then it's you just go mostly through those all cli- wrestling the, fans, those clips, but every right? once in a while someone's with somebody, and a okay. lot of times it's kind of fun to be like, who has no idea who this man is, and they're like, I don't. You're like, okay, well, you're gonna get to know Sid Vicious real, real, <laughs> you know, real well right now. That's the best. I showed before. Uh, we have these Monday morning stand-up meetings at this at this uh, where I work, and it's like 15 minutes. Everyone goes around the room and says one thing about your life that's like going on, and then one thing you got to accomplish in the work week. Mm-hmm. And then we used to watch a funny video, but that has we don't watch funny videos anymore. But when we did, I showed everyone the Scott Steiner math promo. Yeah, and like so that was kind of oh, my yeah. version of like. This is what you're kind of missing out on, this weird world of shit that's going on. One so. of the most legendary, uh, speaking of Scott Steiner, clips is uh, uh, Todd for our bud Todd Fulkerson, Todd the Bod, uh, <laughs> legend at conventions. Okay. And uh, he did one with Scott Steiner where you got to pay, uh, at, I think it was like a, I don't know, it wasn't a WrestleCon, it was like a, I forgot what the show was. Uh, in LA and this was years ago and you could pay to do a cut a promo with a, a wrestler and he paid to do a promo with Scott Steiner and they're going back and forth talking about how they're going to beat I think Harlem Heat or something and uh, Todd launches into this thing of like after we beat you we're going to have sex with all your women and Scott Steiner's like yeah and he goes and we're going to give them all the STD and Scott Steiner just goes no and he goes that means we have STDs and he's like no 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 we're going to give them the STDs and Scott Steiner's like no 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 you don't understand you have to have an STD to give someone an STD. And it's like Scott Steiner, the voice of reason. Like, yeah. Beautiful. And that's something we play. And I don't know if you need to know who Scott Steiner is, but you're just watching it. And you see Steiner, like, look at him, like, what the fuck did he just say? It's so, so good. Have you heard of Cameo? Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm in, people are sending me those like crazy. Do people. The Steiner, the Steiner clips and stuff yes. like that. So, yeah. are you familiar with Cameo? I am not. Dude, it blew my mind this weekend. So, um, if you're a Bears fan, are you a Bears fan? Yeah. Okay. So Rex Grossman is mm-hmm. on Cameo. There's all these celebrities on Cameo, and you can pay them like fairly affordable rates. Yeah, it's not to, to have them you can get a ride back for around 100. <laughs> <laughs> Rex Grossman's fee was like 88 bucks, and they had uh, my a friend I knew had Rex Grossman announce the order of their fantasy football draft. Oh wow. And he showed me the video. So so Rex is like, you tell them what to say. I guess, right? Yeah, you I've never done it. You give him a script. They'll just yeah. be like, hey, Chris, happy birthday from yeah. all the boys at AW. Uh, yeah, it's, it's wild. So Rox Grossman was like, first up to pick is uh, Kramer. He's the defending champ. And that was like my friend. His last name's Kramer. And I'm just like crying laughing because Rex is like sort of that like he was popular. Now mm-hmm. he's not. Like if someone sent me a video of Rex Grossman saying my name, I would like just laugh uncontrollably. So I'm thinking about doing it. Hopefully, I don't think any of my, my fantasy football friends listen to this, but, and Scott Steiner's on there cutting promos yes. on Cameo. Yeah. And doing the greatest hits. Oh. Calling people fat ass, fat ass, and doing Steiner math, and I mean, just, oh, gotta be awesome. it's, it's, it's fun to see. Yeah, so if you get a Scott Steiner clip from me, Chris, it might be of you. All right. And cutting a promo on you. Um, the last thing in the hot plate, um... Are you watching WWE right now? Because we're not. Course, but I, I wanted I, to throw a question at you. I have to. But also, I, I would anyway. Uh, what Even some, if I hate <laughs> it, sometimes I love it. What are some things you like and things you don't like right now? Go with the don't like first so then we okay. can follow up with the positive. Uh, I, I'm really um, not a huge fan of uh, Corey Graves' commentary lately. Okay. Uh, which is kind of a bummer because he was so good uh, in NXT when he first came up to the main roster. Right. I don't like either on commentary or... 
he's always arguing, especially with like Renee or Byron Saxton. I don't like that. Yeah, like on Wrestling Observer, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi, they're always arguing, and I'm like, I, ha- I hate when people argue on podcasts. It drives mm-hmm. me crazy. Okay. And uh, so that I'm not a huge fan of. Um, I'm I'm I don't. Um, what else don't I I like? I'm not a. I don't understand the brand split right now, and I feel like it's they're definitely like waiting for the Fox show to kick off. Yeah. And. A A A W to A E W. This also someone's gonna have to change their company. A A W had it first. When I heard that it's gonna be A E W, I'm like, this is gonna ruin my brain. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just it seems like a little bit of a holding pattern there. Um, but what I do like are uh you know new new people kind of rising up. Mm-hmm. Um, the new you know fiend, the new Bray Wyatt character. Or I still or I, I'm character. holding off on watching that. That's why I haven't watched really cool. some of that. After I've, that match, yeah. it was like, and I this is like, and I always tell Sarah like my test of how something got over is my phone. So after something happens, if I get a bunch of text messages from like guys I grew up with who are like, oh shit, or you know how do I see this SummerSlam match? I heard Bray Wyatt did something cool. Like that's when I know something's like. Okay. Ooh, okay. That mm-hmm. kind of like cut through to the mainstream. It's buzzworthy. Yeah, yeah it's definitely yeah. like turning heads and stuff. And people are like, whoa, what's going on with that? Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's that to me is like, you know, Buddy, like I, I might have said, Buddy Murphy, like having a, a fun mm-hmm. match with Roman. Um, a Lorcan. Or, oh, yeah. Oni's great. Mm-hmm. And like his Twitter thing, how he's kind of like figuring out the Twitter thing. And I love when like when you start to see a character kind of figured out because I showed Sarah. Taz versus Kurt Angle in Taz's debut at the okay. Rumble. And she was like, well, how long has Kurt Angle been doing it? And I was kind of explaining, like, yeah, at first you were kind of like, I don't know about this guy. But then it just, like, clicked. And you're like, whoa. And I love I love seeing that when a wrestler is like, oh, I know what I need to do now. And they just – and it clicks and it's awesome. Wasn't his first run only, like, six years? Who? Or, like, his Angle? Angle? Like, his initial run? Wasn't it, like, pretty short? With the WWE? Then, yeah, WWE. I mean, it might have been shorter than that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, he was in – he was in – TNA way longer than way WWE. longer than WWE yeah, yeah. Right, so right, right. people forget about that um, yeah he I think he might have only had like four manias maybe okay but I just love that when you kind of see something click but then there's you know there's the frustrating thing of like why are we not seeing like Aleister Black wrestle more or mm-hmm. why are so many people in NXT for so long like it's just and I and I, I we talk about this on on our podcast where it's like. Sometimes you outbook yourself and you're like, oh, I bet this is what's going to happen. And it's mm-hmm. like, and everyone's like, yeah. And then the most, you know, it, it's like, uh, no, they just went with the most basic way of doing it. And you're right. like, ah, well, what are you going to do? Like people are like, what if Riddle comes out and challenges Goldberg? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome, but it's never going to happen. You never. know, or we were watching like the, the women's tag match. And I'm just like, Alexa and Nikki Cross are going to win. She, Alexa always wins. It was yeah. like how I felt with Cena back in the day. And then it's like, yep, he wins. And it's like sometimes that's good because then when the, those people get beat, it means something. True. Um, but yeah, that's that's sort of the 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 yin and yang of WWE. Okay. Cool. Well, I think we ended on a very positive note. I there. think so. Well, I, before we move away from the main course, like one of the main yeah, things, I've been talking a lot. Let's hear some. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Your like I I, I want to know a little bit more about your stand up comedy. Okay. Like this has all been wrestling related, yeah. but good call. Um, you know. We obviously know that that you do this often, but like, mm-hmm. what what do you love about about stand up? Yeah. Oh man, I uh, just to from to me, it's like when you have an idea, 
you know, if you're having a scumbag day and you think of something funny and you write it down in your phone and you're like, oh, that might be something. And then to go do it on stage and it's like, yep, that worked. That's mm-hmm. to me, that's awesome. Okay. Um, I like uh, the not, I don't know if it's competitive, but I do like if I'm doing, same at the Laugh Factory and it's a Saturday night and the crowd's packed and it's like, everyone should be crushing. This is a great crowd. And, and I see some people kind of phone it in sometimes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I can't wait to get up there and just be like, no, 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 this crowd is great. Like, they are, they want to be, they want to laugh, you yeah. know? So there's that, com- I think it's a little bit of a competitive side to it as well. Um, but it also is just kind of fun to just get up in front of a crowd and, and, be like, uh, be able to just, you know, everyone has to listen to you. It's the most mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm so comfortable at it too. Like there's certain stuff that I'll do every once in a while where I'm just like, well, I'm not the most comfortable. If it's like an acting, like a commercial or something like that, I'm always kind of like, this is not my forte. I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll try to figure it out. I'll fake it. But with stand up, it's just like, I know, it just comes I natural. know exactly what I'm doing. I've done this for, you know, 13 years. I got this. So that's, that's fun for me. What what drove you to to taking that first leap? Like, because it's just, it's not easy, no, right? For a lot of people, I, it's not. This is so. Funny. I love comedy, but yeah. I would never think I of myself on stage. Had an ex girlfriend, and we were like very competitive. It was weird in college, and I remember her <laughs> telling me that we were living in Indiana at the time, and she was telling me that like her friend is coming up to Chicago to do an open mic, a stand up open mic, and I remember being like, "What?" And then a guy I went to high school with was like, "I'm going to do an open mic," and I was like. You guys aren't funny. I'm funny. Because <laughs> um, I, my friends are just like I have the some of the funniest friends, and had they gotten into comedy, they would have done great. Um, but like it, to, so I, that always was like, oh man, these friends of mine are so funny, and uh, I just it, to me it felt like the the right thing to try to do. And I have no idea, even now, like thinking back, like how did I stick with it? How did I not get discouraged how to not just say well oh, fuck it i'm out of here you know right somehow it stuck and I, I i kept going which i have no idea how i did okay and one of the things that i was reading up on when i was you know when i came up with your wonderful bio oh thanks um is that you're the one of the founders of comedians you should yes. know can you talk a little bit about that that's uh we've been doing it for over 10 years uh downtown chicago at timothy O'Toole's every wednesday and uh it's the um I don't think I'd be. It's it's considered uh, one like one of the best shows in the city, and that's like I'm I'm pretty proud of that. That's pretty cool, and um, yeah, to me it's like uh, you know, I just it's it's an awesome show, and the crowds are great, and it's been and it's because we've been doing it for so long, and we've mm-hmm. sort of cultivated that audience. It's like a good indie fed, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like nice. Yeah, the fans come here because they know they might not know, you know. Uh, it's like a, a mystery vortex type of show sometimes where it's like you might not know who's on the show but you know so it's you just be show good. up and yeah and, it, just... and we got it we'll book mm-hmm. the best comics and uh and it'll be the best show and for me it's like such a fun thing where it's like sometimes i'll do the show on wednesday and then i'll go out of town to do a club like thursday friday saturday and i'll just be like oh this isn't you know that's mm-hmm. this isn't that fun that was fun on wednesday so we're like mm-hmm. super proud of the show so that's every wednesday every wednesday comedianjustknow.com if you're in chicago Okay. Everyone say it's at a specific location? Or Tommy Theo Tools. City? Yeah. That's Tom's where you're going tools. tonight. That's where I'm going tonight mm-hmm. after this. Yeah. Cool. Nice. You were being humble on me earlier. I asked where you're going. You're just like, ah, just some, I'm doing a show at Tommy yeah. Tools. I guess and after a while, you're just kind of like, man, <laughs> it's the show. But it's something but it's, yeah, I love. But it's, you know? uh, it's, a, it's a good show. That's great. Chris did his research. Cool. Yeah. I wanted to know a little bit more about Marty DeRosa. Cool. So that wraps up the the main course. Uh, well, but before we wrap it up uh-huh. here, we got to ask you, mm-hmm. what's your favorite main course item on an actual buffet bar? Oh, okay. The entree. 
Yeah. So if I'm thinking about it, because I'm, I'm trying to think of all the different sort of buffets I've been to. Like an old country buffet. An old country buffet. God, one time. This is, this is such a, a bummer. My dad won't listen to this, so I don't care. Uh, <laughs> but my dad was like, come to Indiana for Thanksgiving. I was like, okay. So I was, I was dating this girl. So we went to Indiana. And we went to visit my dad. And I, I hit the buzzer at his condo. And he's like, we'll be right down. I'm like, that's weird. What are we coming down? I thought we'd be I, at your place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I'm like, oh, maybe we're going to like a real nice restaurant. Because... Uh, I remember one year for Thanksgiving, we didn't do it. And we went, I think we came like downtown Chicago and went to some real nice restaurant. It was great. So I'm kind of thinking like, wow, where are we going? I wonder where we're going. And um, we ended up going to uh, an old country buffet. Okay. And I was just like, <laughs> mother <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> and uh, it was just. Oh, is there a turkey? You know, oh, but I didn't have any of their turkey. <laughs> okay. I was sticking to the sticking to the basics, yeah, sticking yeah, to yeah. chicken fingers and, and uh, mashed potatoes and mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was just, I remember just being like, I can't even believe this. Like, I was so <laughs> mad. I was more bummed than mad. I was just like, I can't yeah. believe this. And, right. Like, you get these, like, little cups. And I was just like, I got to go get more Diet Coke in these little ass cups. <laughs> It was just such a bummer. But uh, my favorite thing at a buffet, um, I, I really like, I'm like a carb guy. Like I love like potatoes, like yeah. mashed potatoes or Load like a bunch mm-hmm. of like pasta or something like okay. that. Okay. Um, I had a, a, a function where it was, uh, oh, it was a commercial and they they had Portillos cater it, so they had like a buffet of Portillos, Ooh, which was like, oh, that's, oh my god, yeah. that was a, that was like the <laughs> best slash worst. And uh, true, yeah. it's just like, oh man, we've got so much more work to do. But I'm also like, I don't know, like, I'm not really even doing that much in this commercial anyway. <laughs> I just had four chop salads. I had I had the Italian beef, and then I'm like, uh, I'm gonna go hot dog next, and then I went hot dog, <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm gonna do a bunch of cheese fries, and it was just like. I mean that was that That's was amazing. just so good and um and I do like a good uh, a good pizza buffet too. That's like okay. that's that's where I'll try like a a different. I'm pretty much like a pepperoni kind of guy, but same every once in a while if I'm at some like you know nice buffet or something, they throw a bunch of stuff down. And it's just like okay, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> try yeah, you expand your horizons a little yeah. bit. Um, that was a great answer. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Very carbs. Pretty carbs. Yeah. yeah, I ate so much macaroni and cheese on the Jericho cruise. I was just. Like, <laughs> I think they kind of figured out. Like, I think these guys like macaroni and cheese. They just kept dumping macaroni and cheese into the troughs, and then uh, that pizza when it came out, and it wasn't great pizza, but it's still pizza, and it was just like it was like a, fe- a a mad dash like to grab pizza after the shows on that. Right. Bunch of hungry. Oh, testosterone hungry dudes. wrestling fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. The dessert. Uh, I this is my first one. My or the first question in the desserts. Um, are you still hungry for some dessert? You can take it down. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Cool. Uh, tell me about working with Pat Tomasulo. Okay. What, wait, are you still doing stuff with well, him? Well, uh, we do a lot of stand-up shows together. Okay. But Man of the People uh, was canceled. Yes. I, so that I worked was on Man of the People, which was a local uh, half-hour late-night talk show, weekly talk show in Chicago here. Mm-hmm. Um, it was real fun. I loved it. I, just, I had the easiest job. I did warm-up, so I would just go and get the crowd ready for the show. And okay. In between breaks, I would, uh, I don't know, stand-up or just kind of a little crowd work or whatever to kind of keep the crowd hot. And uh, it was real fun. I had friends who wrote on the show, and Pat's uh, 
super cool dude. Uh, we met uh, when he moved here and started doing stand up. Okay. And uh, he's a huge wrestling fan. Oh, really? His That's wife cool. recently got so into wrestling because of the New Day. She thinks nice. the New Day are like the best. <laughs> Uh, so I love hearing her like, well, who do you like and why and stuff? And her mm-hmm. her opinion is it's it's so interesting and it's just like, oh man, this is so cool. Um, but yeah, he's an old you know an old WWF guy and and uh, right. super fun and uh, yeah and, and uh, loves wrestling. That's cool. I loved all the hyper. It was like hyper local comedy. Yeah, where like only if you lived in the Chicagoland area and like had experience mm-hmm. with like some suburbs. Like I grew up in Berkeley, which is right next to Elmhurst. Mm-hmm. So like 25 minutes west of the city. And like the Wakanda. Oh yeah. The Wakanda, Wakanda references. Yeah. And then there was one, there was one where like he was, I forgot why he was like in someone's living room in Tinley park, maybe like delivering or putting up a TV or yeah. something like that. It was yeah. just like, like making jabs at like my girlfriend or excuse me, my fiance is from like new Lenox area. Mm-hmm. So like only if you knew about these suburbs, like the jokes landed. Yeah, it was like really hyper local, funny stuff like that. Yeah, and that and I uh, it's fun too, like doing shows with him because uh, his fans are just like a lot of the old WGN, uh, <laughs> old WGN heads, <laughs> and they'll go out and just you know it's it's sometimes you're just like oh man I don't know if they're gonna be able to handle this joke but. Uh, they're fine. They can handle it. And yeah, that crew that he does—that's with uh, Robin, right? And oh, in the morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. That crew is hilarious too because they just like fuck up all the time. Oh man, one of the greatest. So <laughs> they don't care. Sarah, Sarah and I, uh, Sarah and I love YouTube. We watch so much YouTube. We're like yeah. little kids. Like we watch so many. Like we watch like dank meme compilations, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. TikTok compilations, and uh, and we watch news bloopers, like news fails. And they're on it so much. <laughs> so much. The GN Marie <laughs> News. Yeah. Is, and the, the the classic one, and Pat wasn't there that day because I asked him, like, were you there that day? And he goes, no, I, I wasn't there that day. There's one where they're like, oh, my God, there's a, a plane uh, on the expressway. Uh, we don't know if it crashed or what, like an emergency landing. Oh, my God. And then they come back from break and they're like, yeah, they're uh, filming a movie over there. <laughs> and, uh, and they're like, you know, next time you should tell the news team you're filming a movie. It was so great. It's oh, funny. Uh, yeah, Mar- Margaret, my fiance, is like, always gives me shit. They, she could have met him one time when we were staying over at like a hotel for like mm-hmm. one of our anniversaries and I couldn't wake up. I was just immovable and always gives me shit for it. But like, she loves them, turned me on to them and just like all the, the stuff that shows up on the bottom of the screen is like typed wrong and like, yeah. things, and it's, it's just, a loose crew. It's, it's so loose great. Crew. And, uh, it's funny when I went there cause I was like, Hey, do you have old like, uh, WCW uh, they had they had like a WCW Chicago show. Oh, and I'm like, do you have like tapes of that? And they're like, we don't have tapes of anything. Here. Like, throw everything out. Like, oh, because they had like Jack Brickhouse did like the Brickhouse bonus and stuff. Like, I remember so vividly there was one Brickhouse bonus he did where he's like, these wrestlers nowadays shave their bodies. They shave their legs. They shave their chest. He's like, it's unbelievable. But that's what they do. <laughs> I was like, whoa, what a Brickhouse bonus. That would have been some great unprofessional wrestling material. Yeah. Um, okay. Your favorite up and coming, this is back to wrestling, favorite up and coming local talent and why? Like someone you probably see like in this uh, region. I, I love uh, Josh Bishop from AIW. Okay. Uh, mm. He's he's like uh, this giant puppy of a wrestler. Like he's <laughs> going to be so huge uh, physically. He's just a big dude. And okay. I, I, love, I love watching him. 
Uh, he had such an awesome match, Mania Weekend, uh, with Dominic Green. It was so fun to watch. Um, and uh, and I love um, I love watching Paco in the yeah. ring. Hashtag, can you, I mean, can, can you get on the hashtag push Paco push grind, Paco. I mean, he's, that's going to be the title of the next Paco documentary by the next Rob, Rob Malinowski yeah. film. And Rob, and Rob, I mean, like, <laughs> dude, if I could put over anybody right now, it's Rob. It's Rob. Like, his videos He's are the local talent. <laughs> amazing. He might be my number one favorite local talent. <laughs> Not to steal thunder from anybody. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 so cool watching, uh, you know, the... The, the the local guys uh, when they're in there with you know the the big fly-ins and stuff like that and they hold yeah. their own and they and the crowd is I, I wonder sometimes if like somebody who has like a fly-in are just like okay I'm working this Paco guy okay and then Paco comes out and they're like oh fuck I didn't know that was gonna happen like I love I love stuff like that uh-huh. um, and uh, and n- not local but local to me in five dollar wrestling. Um, we have a guy named Jeff Hart who is oh, yes. uh, becoming a master with terrible promos. Uh, Fight All Wrestling is... He's we, the worst, but the best. Yeah, we book, <laughs> we book um, maybe not the best wrestlers on purpose. And, okay. uh, it's done with love. Uh, and this is out of North Carolina where High Spots is located. Okay. And um, there's a guy named Jeff Hart who's been wrestling there since we started. And uh, he's... I don't know, like, turned this weird corner and he's been cutting <laughs> these promos backstage... Uh, and Jake Manning, the man scout, who yeah, we uh, don't have it, who's the announcer is he, always just like, yeah. okay, well, and he's like, let me tell you one more thing, and it's just like, <laughs> and he's quote unquote Canadian and part of the Hart family, yeah. and wears uh, uh, pink and black, and um, he's been doing so great that he's gonna uh, wrestle Joey Janela. We're gonna do a, an eye pay per view in September. Uh, I think it's September 10th. It'll be on high spots. And he's uh, going to wrestle Joey Janela. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, Jim Cornette can't wait to see that one. I'm sure. <laughs> cool. Well, that gives me some homework. Mm-hmm. Those people that you mentioned. Um, are you retired from in-ring competition? <sighs> see, this is, the, this is the kicker. Where I'm in better shape now than when I wrestled last time. So I'm kind of like, man, I'm in Gotta get really back good in. shape. So maybe... Mm-hmm. Um, if the right, and I mean, I didn't do much in that match anyway. So, uh, if the, if the right, um, opportunity, uh, presented itself, I would, I would, I would do it. Okay. I mean, you I got the boots, here. I got the singlet, you know what I mean? Right. By, um, um you know, if the right match comes yes. along, what if it's a mixed tag team? Well, the, at Mania, mm-hmm. me, at Mania weekend, uh, two years ago, we were going to wrestle Joey and Candace. That was the original match. And then Candace got signed. Mm. Um, and then it was going to be Jack Evans and Angelico. And I was like, what? I don't know. Whoa. I was like, wait, what? And then they're like, and then, and then, uh, and then Sammy flip was like, flip. Sammy was like, all right, it's going to be Joey and Session Moth. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, that's much better. That's much better. Because <laughs> I just pictured like, you know, Jack Evans doing like 30 flips and then kicking me in the head or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 20. Yeah. So the where, reason yeah, why. Where mm. I was going with the mixed tag yeah. team match yes. is do you think we'll ever see Sarah? Step into the ring. Wow. I know she wants to be an evil manager more than anything. I know. Yeah, she does say that. Favorite yeah. thing she she does. So she's a lunatic and she does all these like promos in our apartment. Uh, <laughs> she anytime we're at a store that has like like big hats that a lady would wear to like a Kentucky Derby type event, she'll put that on and then come up to me and be mean to me. Uh, she has this like vacation lady character. Uh, that she's working yeah, on, right? And, yeah, uh, and she's perfected that. it, and uh-huh. just like she, yes, she secretly wants to just be like a real, real big heel. Um, but she also, uh, I think, kind of wants to like 
at least take one bump and kind of mm-hmm. figure it out. Like, you can do that as a manager. Sure. You can take off sure. the apron maybe. Sure. And I'm always yeah. like, every once in a while I'm just like, and I, I, have, I haven't said anything to like Danny, but I'm always like, if you need me to take a bump, I could take a bump. Mm-hmm. But then I see like Fatu and I'm like, yeah, no, no <laughs> I don't want to take a bump. Well, <laughs> if you heard the, 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 I'm sure you, you know about it, but the Nate Speckman story where they're like, he, he was approached and they're like, can you bump? And he's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And even though he didn't really maybe know how to bump. And uh, then all of a sudden he is thrown through a table by Sammy Callahan that night. And yeah. then the table flap is on his face, but he's getting beat with a chair. So it could turn into that. Like it yeah. could escalate. Yeah. I would, I would, uh, let's see. I would like to wrestle. <laughs> if I had, like my dream would just be like, yeah, like I'll, I'll, I'll take on like Eddie Kingston or something like that. that would <laughs> oh be, my uh, God. That would be, that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, what is, Sarah said Paloma star, right? Yes. So you yeah. and Paloma star and she could manage and you could sure. be, you could be the scumbags and be yes. a heel group. Yeah. And we'll, yeah, we'll take on uh, Eddie and a, a female partner of his choice. Okay. Uh, Bug entrance it. music for you. Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, when I was a backyard wrestler, I used to change my music all the time. I was like, <laughs> oh, you gotta song. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a really good question. Maybe, maybe something from the alkaline trio probably would be my, uh, my pick. Okay. But I have to think about it. All uh, right. That's a good one. Um, so we have favorite dessert and then word association. Okay. Hit me with your favorite dessert. Favorite dessert is, uh, I believe I would go with lemon meringue pie. Oh, my number one favorite lemon meringue pie with a uh, very, very, very cold glass of milk. Okay, that's I, nice. I, I think I was searching in my head for like a Three Ninjas quote with something about lemon meringue, but that might be like banana cream pie. Oh, maybe. Ever seen those movies? No, but somebody on Twitter just did a uh, new tra- updated trailer of Three Ninjas and made it like real dark and like. <laughs> We have to fight a dwarf. Like it was real cool. I I wish I knew who did it. That's cool. Lemon meringue pie. Okay. Lemon meringue pie. Yeah. yeah. Does it taste anything like those lemon bars you can yeah. get sometimes yeah. at like oh, yeah. events? And, but the meringue is just like ooh, the whip. Is so just so like, fluffy. It's, it's oh, good. It's so a good. good choice. Okay. I like that. I like I like that. Yeah. Cool. All right, Chris. Word association. All right, word association. Okay. One so, word. One word answers. Okay. okay. This, this is like my dream because I watch I grew up watching so many shoot interviews. So this is like <laughs> in my head I've got the RF logo behind me and I'm gonna bury Jim Ross. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it's only ten. Uh, the first one is comedy, stand up, podcasting. Um, let's see. Oop. One word. There's like five words. Yeah. No. no I'm say, just well, let's take it from the top. Go ahead. <laughs> Action figures. Uh, Jax. Cole Cabano. Friend. Podcasting. Comedy. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, you know what? I would say walking. Because when I I walk, I listen to podcasts. That's okay. Okay. Comedians you should know. (laughs) Good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's what's what's coming out of your mouth, but okay. Good. Nathan Beebs. Hmm. Misunderstood. Okay. Five dollar wrestling. Awesome. Blue chews. <laughs> Money. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling with depression. Nice. Sarah Joy Shockey. Um oh man, there's not there's not one word. Um Okay. Amazing. 
There you go. That's all ten. All right. You did very good. Very good. Nice. You did very better than we did when we had to do it. Thank Hold on. There's fan submitted questions. I forgot okay. about this. Um, we put out a tweet today of you with a wrestling figure of yourself. Mm-hmm. And Nathan Beeb says, why do you do goofy characters on your podcast, <laughs> Marty Sarah show, instead of real journalism? I don't know. I grew up listening to Howard Stern, and I think uh, I just like being a real silly goose. Okay. So you don't, yeah. And it's different, too. Just like yeah. you said. You know, yeah. You're not like, we don't have a podcast to shit on shows. Right? I, I gotta say, I was driving once to uh, this gala event, corporate event. And I, it was the first time I, it was either the first time that I heard Andre the Giant or Ric Flair, one mm-hmm. of those two. I lost it in my car. Oh. I had to pull over in the expressway. <laughs> like, that to me, like, was like, oh, shit, it can get better than this. So we have the like, ghost of Andre the Giant. Yeah, yeah, the ghost and, of Andre uh, the Giant. And current, current day Ric Flair. That, and uh, that was something that I used to just do to Sarah because... Flair used to be on the MLW network, and I was yes. like, well, I don't want to be a dick. But <laughs> but how it started was we would have to do bumpers for each other's shows. So we would be like, oh, don't forget the Ric Flair show, Ric Flair and Conrad talking about the Great American Bash, 1988 mm-hmm. this year, uh, on the show this week. And he did one, and he he called he us messed up the name. Sardi and Mara. Sardi Mara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He goes, Charlie and Mara love wrestling. And I was like, I can't stop doing that. And we went, we had went to a show at the Allstate, and the whole way there, I was just like screaming like, Charlie and Mara. <laughs> and it was just my, my absolute favorite thing to do. A legend butchered your name. That has to feel pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it felt real good. This yeah. one's from Keith. Okay. When are you going to make him laugh again? It's almost been a year now. Wow. Also, Damn. what's the shelf life for still laughing when people ask for questions and the go-to being how big is Batista's dick? I feel like that's just part of the uh, the vernacular now. <laughs> a little boring. Um, I can't believe I haven't made him laugh in over a year. I guess I'm uh, going to try harder, Keith. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, talking about making people laugh, yeah. where can people see you at the next comedy stand-up uh i'm at comedians you should know most not every week uh but most weeks i'm at comedians you should know uh if i'm in chicago i'm at uh, the laugh factory that's my home club here um and i do a bunch of shows uh throughout the midwest so just sort of uh follow me on twitter at marty de rosa uh for info okay or just ask me cool okay message me on facebook or whatever yeah marty and sarah love wrestling Every Thursday on... Uh, you dropped it early this we week. We dropped it early. You we messed up with my brain Chris extra Lee, hard. I, I, well, because we were going to record this, I was like, oh, we need to record on... Normally, we record on Wednesdays as well. And I said, well, we'll do it on Tuesday. And then with the Todd, when the Todd Chrisley story broke, my phone... That's another... My phone was going crazy. I'm like, oh, shit. My and, phone, um, my phone. And we had to do an emergency podcast. And I was like, well, you know what? Let's, let's We got this ready to go. Let's just put it out. So we put it out a, a day early. And then we do Patreon episodes um, throughout the throughout the month cool well uh, i think chris and i feel honored that uh, we jacked up your schedule and you moved some my stuff pleasure for us so yeah. yeah thank you it was a great it's been a long time coming yeah keep doing you and, you guys keep uh, doing you i you. There, these were thoughtful questions mm-hmm. uh it was great we didn't just you know break down SummerSlam or anything like that yeah. uh i enjoyed it in all fairness i haven't watched it yeah yeah <laughs> so let me ask you guys a couple questions okay. sure uh let me turn the tables on you guys hit, hit at, the, at the buffet i'm the guy at the buffet who just you know put all the food out there and as you're as you're grabbing stuff i'm gonna ask you a couple questions absolutely so okay so no no wb right now um no okay no, that's not what we're watching no. what are we watching and then so 
most of the wrestling that I'm consuming is shows that I go to. Okay. That's, you know, sell a pro, AEW, mm-hmm. uh, freelance, freelance underground. Yeah. Um, so that's basically like if there's a show in Chicago, I'll be You're most, there. Yeah, I'm I there. See you at most of them, yeah. And uh, yeah, like WWE, like it just, it, it wasn't feeling right. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like a to do thing. Okay. So I put it off and I'll try to catch, you know, highlights or whatever. And I'll, I'll do watch like pay-per-views or like the NXT takeovers. Mm-hmm. I was on vacation last week. So like there was no time Nothing. for wrestling. Okay. So if, like, so, you, or if you hear about a match or something like that. Yeah. 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 Like I definitely like heard good things about Charlotte versus Trish. So I want to check that out. It was cool. Um, I NXT takeover. I want to see it all. Like cause I, all like the takeovers never disappoint. Yeah. And even if I'm not watching NXT on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. like the takeovers, like wrap it up for me real good, and and it feels good to watch. Yeah, it's weird. I I guess I just assume everybody's watching exactly what I'm watching. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like whether it's like G1 or old, like All Japan. Like oh, you watch that All Japan, right? Right? <laughs> you watched all those Kawada matches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah, I I always wonder about that, and I can t- I know that people can get burnt out on WWE when AEW goes weekly. You're gonna be watching that. Um, I do. I'm going to give it a shot. Okay. Um, you know, I definitely wanted to go to All Out, mm-hmm. but that's not happening. We'll figure out something and we'll watch it together. Mm-hmm. Chris and I are going to hold hands um, while watching it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, like, no, I'm not. Uh, in New Japan, Charlie has tried to tell me, like, use yeah. my login, go watch some yeah. New Japan. It's there if you want and, it. And I, and I just can't. Like, I can't find the time either. You okay. Know? Like, there's, there's a lot going on, too. I, hey, I understand. Yeah. I have a. Yeah, I have a lot of. I have time that I'm able to do that, and and again, I assume everybody watches everything. See, I envy those scumbags. Yeah, days. man. Oh, <laughs> buddy. Are we going to dub someone who watches all wrestling a scumbag now? That's the. Time I, I don't know, but whenever I have that perfect day, like I'm going to yeah. embrace it. I mean, it's good. Uh, and then, okay, so then, uh, Charlie, let me ask you: um, Are you you're not watching? Are you watching WWE and stuff? No. So my answer would be the same. And it's not that I think Chris has more of like I don't want to call it an excuse, but more of a reason to like. I mean, he's got a child. Sure, I don't have a child, um, but I've filled in. I recently just started playing like D and D. Now okay. I sound like I'm making excuses. Have you no. played D and D, dude? Really I good wish role playing. I did. Okay. I I watched like I was watching like Stranger <laughs> Things, and I'm like, I would have been so good at this. I would have loved See, it. I'm even behind on Stranger Things. I just never. Yeah, I'm behind too. But I, <laughs> I just never had a crew that was like, we're doing this. Okay. It, well, if you're ever open, yeah, just let me know. Ooh. You can come. Oh, okay. You in. Nobody's gonna get mad if I don't know exactly what I'm doing. I don't no, frustrate I've, anybody. I played. I played like once. Okay. And all I've done is watch YouTubeUniversity.com. Yeah. Com. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. just watched a bunch of people play. Can, can you confirm? But, doesn't the Big Show also take part in this? I was telling Charlie this. I think he's yesterday, a D- I, think. I do think he's a D and D guy. Right? I think I heard something about that. It would make sense. Like you get yeah. into the role playing and Big Show has been playing a giant yeah. his whole life. And there is giants in the game. And- yeah. But I'd like to think his character is like a little elf or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But to answer your question, so uh, the and I won't say I don't have enough time. I'm gonna say the amount of time I segment towards wrestling right now mm-hmm. is only enough for me to consume the independence that we watch. So yeah. Uh, and we cover, we have relationships with like five promotions. Yeah, it's great. So it is great. Yeah. So I'll be at both nights of the JLM. I'll mm-hmm. see you there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, for a lot of freelance wrestling, a lot of freelance underground, Warrior Wrestling, Zello Pro. Warrior. And yeah. that is enough right now to like satisfy me. Although I'm getting like so many itches to watch Mox and over 
uh, out east in Japan. Yeah. For, for a while, yeah. I've been trying to get my hands on some impacts. Mox and uh, uh, Pentagon on high spots this weekend. Oh, yeah, I saw Live. that. It's pretty cool. It's like when a new person is released into the wild, it's just like, oh, yeah. It's just like, oh, fuck. Now I like this, per- this person versus that person. And then, like, it's almost like your to- to do list just multiplies by like 10. Talking about, you know, you being a gear guy, mm-hmm. Pentagon's gear, like, tight. The it's- best. <laughs> I my, here, Always my favorite my favorite thing with Pentagon. Whenever I buy a mask of him, I'm like, well, does he has to get because he won't get the same mask remade. Yeah. So I'm like, you have to get a different oh, pattern so but good. similar colors so it can match the rest of your gear. Yeah. Or else do you like what do you do? Uh, he's just got a guy who just must crank out yeah, yeah. nonstop. <laughs> um he's a guy who he'll show up and he just looks like, you know, uh, a mild mannered dude. Mm-hmm. And then it's like his, he's a fun guy to watch get getting ready in, in sort of, uh, phases. So it's like, he'll, he'll come in. Oh, hello. Both Penning on Phoenix, just like the sweetest boys. Hey everybody. Hi, <laughs> hi, hi. They got their giant box of all the stuff they're going to sell that night. Right. And then it's like, all right. And then like later on you'll see him and he's got some gear on. Okay. But just like a t-shirt, no, you know, and then it's like, all right, I'm going to go sell some stuff, put the mask on, you know, okay. And then next thing you know, he's got the eyes painted and then it's like, woo. And then once the mask is on, you're just like, I'm still afraid of you. Like, it's so, (laughs) oh, it's so awesome. So he does face paint, eyes, no mask. And is that a stage? And then he'll put the mask on over the stuff. I hope I'm not re- revealing too much. But I mean, like when when he goes down to sell stuff, he's not. He doesn't have he's the paint. Not, on yeah, yeah. he's right, probably right. he's wrestling towards the end of the show. Uh, so he'll go mask, no paint, and then he'll come up and then put the paint on, and then right. in the mat, in the match, then put the mask on. Okay, I've never seen the paint only no mask phase. Yeah, that would be like it's very right. weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very weird. And I appreciate a wrestler who wears paint under the mask. So you yeah. don't see anything. I, I like that. I oh, like yeah. That no, I'm a huge face paint mark. Obviously, Sting. But yeah. yeah. Except for like Shin, or uh, Vampiro's shitty face paint in like the 90s. You didn't like Vampiro's? Which one? Wait, which? When, oh, he was, like, when it was all white? Sting? When he was doing the Misfits look? Like with the white? Yeah. Where okay. it just looked like not on all the way. It looked like it was like a thin okay. layer of it. Right? Oh, I, well, I the like that quality of paint was in there, you know? Like, yeah. Like I, when I showed Sarah the Mike Awesome... She was like, who is this guy? Well, I haven't heard more about him. I'm like, well, he's no longer with us and stuff like that. <laughs> but I was showing her when he was Gladiator in Japan, and I was just like, oh, this is just... Oh, I don't like, know about any oh, of that. He had like this kind of like Ultimate Warrior-ish black paint, mm. and he just looked like a, like a million bucks. I like, th- had I had that figure as a kid, he would have been my world champ. I think when I... W- <laughs> I think when I am in the mood to like get into some weird shit, I should just like shoot you a DM and be like, name, oh, yeah. name me the weirdest thing off the top of your head oh, right yeah. now. And yeah. I'd probably just like. There's just so many weird, just like weird matches that I lo- like. There's like a Steiner Brothers versus uh, Brett and Owen uh, mm. match on there. I love, I like weird matchups like that too. Yeah. Or like, or you're just like Savage and Liger wrestled in Japan. Like, okay, I want to see that. Whoa. Yeah, like there's just because I'll, 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 you know, whether it's friends who tell me about stuff or on Twitter, um, you're just like, whoa, okay, you know, yeah. or like Sid was in Memphis for a while and was just like in between contracts and just kind of like I don't know if he booked and he commentated. Like it was just so bizarre, like <laughs> so bizarre, and I love it. Is there is it true or like the Road Warriors and Demolition haven't they only met once or like never met? They had they some matches. Like, they had some matches, but it okay. was just another one of those WWE things of just like, yeah, just didn't. Yeah, it didn't pan out like Flair and Hogan. It just didn't pan out. Yeah, that was like that should have been so much. Bigger. I feel like Vince is just like one yeah. night was like, well, the crowd's not into this. 
Oh, yeah. Really? He must have been eating something. Yeah, someone yeah, suggested. Yeah. Uh, mm. Should we continue with this feud? He's like, no, I'm eating. Nah, like, nah, Let's nah. trash it all. They want the Heart Foundation against demolition. It's like, <laughs> no, I think they want the road word. Nah, nah, nah. You don't know what they want. It's like, really? Okay. But yeah, oh, I love, great. I love good weird matchups like that, and they're they're out there. And, yeah. Uh, and that's the what's truth so great about all these platforms and all these, uh, you know. Different now, even I mean, even if just YouTube is your only thing, there's still so many wild, it really is. wild things yeah. on there. We did a couple episodes. Once again, I'm like, I'm only saying it because it's related. I'm not trying to like just put our shit over. But we did a couple episodes called YouTube Rabbit Hole episodes, mm-hmm. and we had random keywords that we assigned to each other. Ooh. We typed it in, and then we had we were we three videos per keyword. Mm-hmm. So. And then we reported back on like what we found. So I found some wacky stuff. I found like an Ultimate Dragon versus like Jungle Pack mm. or a Neville. Yeah. Um, that was a weird one I found. Um, what were some other stuff? I found a Bruiser Brody versus Kamala, which was basically all just like blood and outside and, of the ring. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. It was love a Lumberjack those. actually. Ah, so they love had to those. stay inside of the Had ring. to figure out a way to not lose. <laughs> yeah. Both guys. Yeah, there, yeah. It was yeah. A, yeah. There was like a DK. It is so. And that's some something bullshit. you, especially if you watch old wrestling, like especially like, you know, old look with like a Brody or a Stan Hansen or something like that. It's like, you just have to be like, all right, there probably won't be a winner here. And that's okay. <laughs> and they'll be having this great match and the ref will just be like, hey, and he'll just punch the ref. And you're like, come uh, on, guys. Uh, yeah. No resolution. But I love uh, like the Nitro book uh, that just came out uh, about a year ago. Um, it's like, I love reading that and then going back and watching those Nitros and being like, oh, okay. Or you hear a wrestler on a podcast and you're like, oh. I didn't know that. And then you go back. What's what's one of the, like, just to name two or three, like, main podcasts that you listen to? Those don't have to um, be wrestling related. Between but the Sheets? Yeah, I know. Yeah, between I that's I my, yeah. I just, because it's, they every week they take uh, uh, that week, uh, I go back in time and do all the dirt sheets and all the, and, uh-huh. and they're, that, that's so fun. Um, okay. I love, my, my friend uh, Dan and Jordan have a podcast called Knowledge Fight. Where they um, break down old Alex Jones episodes, okay. um, it's so fun. I love it, um, and uh, and I I love. Um, there's this uh, music podcast called The Ongoing History of Music, which this it's like this legendary DJ from Canada, and, and uh, so good, so knowledgeable. Those wow. are those are some of my favorites. That's cool. I like how cool. you didn't bust out three wrestling ones. Yeah, you a little. Yeah, I mean the. I mean I listen to the Observer. Um, voices of wrestling. These are like my new when I need my news, you know. Oh, yeah. And that's a nice fun too when like something really big happens. It's just like okay, like we'll hear what what Fightful has to say, and yeah. then we'll go over to the Observer, and then we'll go over to this one, and we'll go to this one. You know, I like getting all the uh, getting all the different points of view. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's there's something for everyone, and for sure. Yeah, if you're if you have a news related wrestling podcast, that you the listener, I encourage you to like keep doing that, but. Mm-hmm. And then there's ones like, like but I just think like that when I was that. getting ready to do my shows, it's like, well, those guys already do that so well, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what I would be adding. I mean, but sometimes those you get like you get scoops from wrestlers, and you're like, he's wrong, but I can't say anything. But then I wonder sometimes. I'm like, I bet he knows that, but he's not saying anything. Mm. And every mm. once in a while, I'll just kind of be like. Mm, if I should tweet them, like DM them, and be like, "Hey, you know what's going on with them, right?" Like, <laughs> so juicy sometimes. Nice, yeah. But you, yeah, gravitate towards 
we Chris and I, this doesn't feel like a job to us because yeah. we talk about the stuff that we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So like I think that's the, the main role. Yeah. And um, I and I love the idea of somebody who's just getting into you know, Chicago indie wrestling. And they can be like, well, check out this podcast and we'll let you know the scoop on out. Because not every company's for everybody. Yeah. Uh, um, but I think it's kind of cool that, you know, people are covering, yeah. um, you know, all the stuff happening in Chicago. Right. And, and uh, yeah, we get a lot of, I think we get a lot of like, uh, like self-fulfillment from that because we have, like James from Freelance Underground drives uh, for the last three months has driven out from the western suburbs and to come and talk about it and he's like I love coming out here mm-hmm. and we're like well we love promoting your show and going yeah. to your show so it's yeah. like helping each other out kind of aspect synergy so. I like that yeah yeah. and I, I would love I don't know I think it would be very cool if there was a show with all the Chicago indies together but you know there should be like an invasion that would angle be, ah, I don't know about an invasion <laughs> angle that, that would be wild that would, that be, would wild. be real wild but um, just you know kind of like because I remember I remember as a kid, not even a kid, I was probably in high school. Do you guys remember the website Scoops? Um, it was this guy, no. Al Isaacs, and he put on a big show, and I bought the VHS cassette, and it was like, he had like, all these companies big like, put on matches at the ECW arena, and it was like a big, it was like a big deal at the wow. time. Wow. And uh, I always thought of that, and I was always like, oh, that'd be cool if like, because I always wonder about like, how like, with Mania Weekend, there's just so many shows and i just would kind of think it'd be cool if just like you know high spots was like all right we're gonna have a show and it's like all the best indie feds but i mean i know a lot of people share talent and stuff like that so it's a little a little different than like the territory days but um you know it's just kind of interesting how that would look or whatever but i do like how all the chicago feds all have kind of a different vibe i like like that yeah Yeah, i really like that and such an oversaturated market yeah and a little different i like even too how it's like freelance and aaw can both run the local the same auditorium venue. and it's so different yeah it's mm-hmm. so different True. the vibe is different lights on and off the yeah mm-hmm. lights on and off mm-hmm. uh you know where the wrestlers come out of yep um just the vibe like it, it's it's very cool um how both of them sort of make it their own uh and then other times people come into town and run logan's Square, and i'm just like eh, it's not quite the same it's, <laughs> right, it's, it's right. weird when you so this is I don't know the numbers, but yeah, when you look at like a Midwest mixtape, that was a really cool show Mm -hmm. and concept. And then you look at like Chekara comes and runs in Logan Square and you see the photos and it just looks like they only have like two or three rows deep. Yeah. And there's not a lot of people standing. It's just like, it's so weird. It's the same crowd. Yeah. But they're just not drawing like the regular crowd, like an AEW or freelance does. And I don't know why that is. I mean, I think a lot of times it's just, uh, like brand recognition yeah. and uh, and also a lot of times too I, you know I live in the city I live I, I, I walk everywhere and a lot of times I don't see flyers for anything and I think people have forgotten like the roots of independent wrestling is mm-hmm. like putting up flyers all over good point you know when um when uh, Cabana was in FCW they had to flyer everywhere you know for the shows and everything and it was just yeah. like I think that's sort of a lost art form in in indie wrestling is just like I, there should be flyers you know like I, I wonder about that sometimes with certain promotions where I'm like this promotion should have so many more people you should have flyers everywhere yeah. you know and because and, uh, I'll see like like roller derby promotes like crazy um, you know I, I'll see bad comedy shows promote like crazy yeah. you know music promotes like crazy and I'm just like 
but it's weird that wrestling is kind of just like, nah, we're good. We don't promote like that anymore. Like I remember as a, as a kid or even just, you know, getting into wrestling in high school, just like driving and being like wrestling, like, whoa, 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 whoa. what's that? <laughs> <laughs> there's a pole I got to go around because there's a pole and it's a, a pink, pink and black up. and yellow. I see a bunch of heads on it. Yeah, I can tell yeah, it's a yeah. wrestling poster. Yeah, this was like the, you know, mid mid to late 90s. There's a lady with, you know, a bikini top. Like I got to I gotta see what's happening here. So. <laughs> it's like an art, a lost art form in uh, independent great. wrestling. For you, So you, the listener, volunteer to, to paper shows yeah because i guess the market is out there for that everyone's kind of yeah. went full digital which i there should be digital but sure don't forget about don't that. forget the don't street forget team the streets there's people in that neighborhood who will be like what's happening there right that's the thing too with like whether it's comedy or wrestling people will be like what do you do and i'll be like, oh we just did a wrestling where i would go to that comedy i'd go to that people don't even know there's a laugh factory in chicago it's like oh my god i don't even know what to do I don't are you not entertained so i can only do so much right. great uh is well, that the only question you had for us that's the... it yeah i was just i just like to know what people are watching and what people are into yeah well thank you marty thank yeah, you my pleasure um where can people find you on the internet at marty de rosa uh on uh, uh twitter and instagram uh, i think i'm maxed out on friends on facebook but you can uh, i think like my page <laughs> Uh, maxed out, man. Maxed out. Max? Yeah, five thousand, baby. Oh damn! Tapped out. I'm all tapped out. Popular down. guy. Um, and then uh, yeah, we'll go to AAW shows here in Chicago. Um, stream. You'll be the, a Starcast. Stream. I'll be, we'll be at Starcast. Uh, we're doing a, a live show on Friday. Um, f- I think it's four uh, ish, four thirty, six. I think it ends at five thirty. Okay, then it starts at four. <laughs> four to five thirty. Um, Right after Colt show, and uh, cool. and then um, yeah, we'll be and then Colt and I are doing unprofessional wrestling uh, at the Emporium free show uh, Sunday after Starcast, and uh, yeah, Fight All Wrestling, uh, Joey Janela versus Jeff Hart, Jesus Christ, uh, it's gonna be so good. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Carolina Stampede, it's gonna be called. I'm gonna get a cowboy hat for it. Nice, and, uh, it's gonna be great. And uh, awesome. watch wrestling. Yeah, great watch point. all the wrestling. Martin Sarah love wrestling every Thursday. I forgot that. That's the main, the main one. Uh, the boss is going to kill me. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Two Heels and a Face. That's number two, Heels and a Face. You can visit our website at twoheelsandaface.com. Mm-hmm. And where can they listen to our Sound older episodes? iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google, Google Play, Play. Mm-hmm. Spotify, maybe next week if we can get on there. Yeah, we'll try. We'll keep trying. We'll keep trying and not trying. Hashtag push Paco. Start the movement. Yep, there you go. Push Paco. He's not in the JLM. That's a crime. Yeah. Maybe someone will get injured or something, you know, and he'll and he'll be this Cinderella attacked story. In the, and, attacked ooh, in the aisleway. I'm a big fan of that angle. <laughs> <laughs> that happened numerous times in my figure thing. <laughs> Great. Well, I think that's it. Yep. Hashtag BWGPA. Hashtag BWGPA.